Hey guys, welcome to the True Blue Riffcast with your hosts, Jeremy and Dave. My name is Christine DeBell, but many of you know me as Susan from A Talking Cat. And as you know, I have to go and get my cheese puffs out of the oven. So have a great time with Jeremy and Dave. See you soon. Thanks, Christine. This is the True Blue Riffcast, the number one riff tracks podcast in the world. Uh, welcome back from the edit, everybody. We're getting started. <laughs> I'm Jeremy, and with me, as always, is... <laughs> hey, everybody, I'm Dave. Wow, it's uh, starting early this time. Yeah. Hey, but you know what's okay? Because today is a very special day for us. Because not only are we going to be talking about The Wizard, one of our last patron poll, but the day that we almost thought would never come has arrived and light blast has been riffed and we get to talk about it finally yes we've listeners of this podcast may know we've referenced light blast i don't know if we've talked about it in depth but we've definitely referenced light blast quite a bit and it's it's, it's, especially last week it's it's probably one of those movies where we're talking about like like it's haunted ween or something where we're like google it right because uh, we're not going to fill up this podcast that much. We used to. Maybe we should start yeah. doing that again with a lot of non-Rift Tracks related content. I was thinking <laughs> about that because we used to do our Mandalorian review. Uh, we used to talk about all kinds of stuff that wasn't related to Rift Tracks. I'm, I'm thinking maybe we should start that back up. But our main top focus is Rift Tracks. But before we get into that... Let's talk about the weekend box office. <laughs> uh, do we have to? There's not really much to talk about, Dave. I think it, I think it's interesting. The number one movie this week again is Relic <laughs> uh, from IFC Films, whatever that is. Yeah. Number two is Archive. Number three was Followed. Number four is The Wretched, and number five is. Becky, number six, human capital, number seven, the truth, number eight, guest artist, number nine, the last tree, and number 10, uh, Wonder Woman. Oh, oh, no, wait, I'm wrong. Number 10 was the painted bird. Uh, and I've heard made, of absolutely zero of those movies. Guess how much the number 10 movie in America grossed over the weekend, over July 17th through 19th? $250. You lowballed it. It would gross four hundred and fifty-two dollars. <laughs> wow, that's that's not a lot. <laughs> people make people make more than that on Patreon, not us, <laughs> not but us. people. But that's okay because yeah. we don't do this for the money. We no, do it we really, because we, sure we love don't. Roof tracks. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's a good thing we're not doing it for the money. Yeah, because if we did, we'd be broke. Wait a minute, you're not. That is. Uh, in, in the words of Hannibal Lecter, no, that is incidental. <laughs> yes. Uh, speaking of Patreon, though, uh, our last poll was between Dinosaurus and the Wizard. As we mentioned, the Wizard is the winner. Oh, I can't imagine. We are going to start things off talking about that today. Such a great riff. Now, the Wizard, for those of you who have never seen the movie, uh, riff or no riff, it was uh, starring a huge star at the time, Super Mario Brothers 3. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, some guy named Fred Savage. I don't know. Oh, my God. Okay, so the, the joke here. No, the joke is is that there was, this, uh, there was this guy named Fred Savage who was on this crazy, crazy popular television show that has also since been forgotten called the wonder years yeah he was a big star he was also in uh the princess bride and uh hashtag remake the princess bride you cowards um (laughs) they did but it's on quibi it's on quibi (laughs) yes i'm not even joking about that are you but no are you serious there's a remake of the princess bride on quibi kind of uh, they did it as like a fundraiser thing, and it's a bunch of these big uh, Hollywood names, and they all filmed little snippets of oh. the movie, and they 
did it's called like the home movie version or whatever. It, it, it's really funny. Like there's just there's a scene where Paul Rudd is playing Wesley uh, and going through the whole monologue about to the pain. And uh, Carrie Elways plays Prince Humperdinck in that scene. Um, That's weird. Rob Reiner shows up and, you know, he was the director of the yeah. movie. Uh, there's just, just all these people and it. It looks kind of funny. Of course, again, the problem is it's on Quibi <laughs> and nobody's going to watch it because who the hell uses Quibi? Yeah. Why? It's like, why would anybody? It, that's like putting them. It's like putting a whole movie on TikTok. Okay. No one's going to. No one's going to do it. Yeah. But at least it's free on TikTok. Yeah. Oh, wait, you, wait, no, wait. See, this is how not into it with Quibi I am. Do you have to pay for Quibi? <laughs> yeah, it's a monthly subscription. No, service. thanks. I already have to pay for Netflix and that I don't even like at Disney Plus, <laughs> which I really just use to watch The Simpsons anymore. But anyway, Fred Savage was yes. uh i Back don't know i don't know if you would really call him a child star but he was definitely a preteen he was big he was he was big time and this yeah. movie basically killed his career i think i mean i've <laughs> seen him i've seen him in one other thing besides the wonder years uh princess bride and the wizard and that was the third and worst austin powers movie uh, this also uh, has a cameo, I guess you can call it that, of uh, Spider-Man, uh, aka Tobey Maguire. Oh, that's right. This was this was Tobey Maguire. That's that that that's a big. Um, I don't know what you'd call. It. I don't know if you'd call it an Easter egg, but it's it's. Uh, <laughs> you know, you go in there and there's like all the all the video game bullies. Yeah. Like like okay, look in 1989. That's absurd. Okay, if you played video games in 1989, it, like you know, you were the one that got beat up. If you're going around, <laughs> yeah. if you go around putting on the power glove, the famous line, "It's so rad," or "It's so bad," or or whatever. It's so bad, yeah. yeah. You know, it's basically it's a controller that yeah. that you have to put on your arm, and it was terrible. It was actually bad, and like you have to yeah. like use it, like like because. I don't know why anybody will talk about the power glove and then we'll get back to Tobey Maguire. Um, you put it on your, I guess you'd have to put it on your, on your right hand. And um, it had all the controls there on the wrist and you can't use the controller the way it was designed or play the game the way it was designed because you basically have to use your left hand to hit all the controls with the fingers that weren't intended to be used because the controller was designed to be held by two hands. So you could use it with your thumb, like a human being or a monkey, <laughs> not like, you know, not like some kind of weird spider person or an octopus <laughs> trying to play a video game. Yeah. But, um, it was, it was bad. Anyway, so Tobey Maguire is one of the one of these absurd video game nerds. Uh, I guess they're playing Tetris or Double Dragon. I don't know. I haven't seen the movie in a long time. But <laughs> Battletoads is mentioned in the movie at some point. So maybe we'll, we'll say that. And playing Battletoads with the Power Glove is especially absurd. Yes. Playing anything with the power glove was absurd because it was terrible. It, it didn't was, work was... like it was supposed to. Like you had to put like sensors up on the corners of your TV. It, it just like the Nintendo it was weird Wii. and not good. Yeah, but yeah, Tobey Maguire was his first uh, his first role in a movie. He was uncredited, just as one of Lucas's goons. Yeah. <laughs> and uh... name one other movie that uh, Tobey Maguire's been in other than. Spider-Man and the Wizard. That took too long. Can't do it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Wasn't he in like uh, Cider House Rules or something? Uh, see, I don't know. My yeah. point is, is that he was Spider-Man and that's it. That's all anybody knows him as. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, his career went went well. Um, yeah. He played himself in Ocean's yeah, Eleven, the... I think. Or no, that was Topher Grace. What am I thinking? Yes, See? <laughs> Who was also in one of the Spider-Man movies. Yeah. Uh, in, in the worst Spider-Man movie. Um, 
But enough about Spider-Man. Let's get talking back about, about, the, uh, about the wizard. Yes. Yes. So uh, the movie, this yeah. movie is about a, a uh, prodigy, I guess, if you want to call him that. Now, is he? Okay. So I was reading on Wikipedia because I didn't want to watch the movie again because screw that. <laughs> um, I've seen it enough times in my life. Uh, this came out in 2015, watched it three or four times. Um, I remember a lot of it. So the movie starts off in like this kid is walking down the road and all he can say is California, right? Because his sister's yep. dead, you know, yeah. fun. Um, and so the yeah, highway, his pat- twin sister. Yeah. Highway patrol tracks him down. He's got this lunchbox with him. Highway patrol tracks him down and it'd be like, Hey, how'd you get out here so far? You must have terrible parents. Let me take you back to them. Um, so he goes back and, um, takes him back, I think to his mom. Um, and, uh, Fred Savage is, uh, there as well with, uh, also with Christian Slater. Um, and they're like, Oh, we can't keep losing this kid. Let's put him in a mental institution. Yeah. At some point they find out that, uh, he's gifted. Like at first you think the kid is like, is, I don't know. I don't know what the nice way to say this is. Uh, he's um, autistic. Yeah. In some way, but no, it turns out he's just like um, years still suffering from PTSD because his sister died. Um, but he's all, yeah. but in, in addition to that, he's also a video game prodigy prodigy. Is it prodigy or prodigy prodigy prodigy? Yeah. <laughs> I almost prodigy? said it wrong. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's a nuclear submarine. Nuclear. <laughs> but, uh, so anyway, they find out and be like, oh, well, we've got to go away to this, um, competition. Video Armageddon in California. <laughs> in, like, at, like... At Universal Studios. Yeah, at this really weird con. Right? <laughs> so anyway, uh, along the way, they meet, uh, Miss Obnoxious, um oh god Haley, and um uh she accuses a man of molestation which is hilarious isn't that like the bounty hunter that they hired to track jimmy down yeah to find to find the kid uh, be like be like oh no like this man is doing something awful trying to trying to find these runaway children and take them back to their uh lawful guardians yeah and uh i think they're in not a casino, but they're in like some diner or something. Well, and it's like the one thing. Don't they like go to, aren't they in like Reno or something? Yeah, no. Well, they, well, they, okay. Well, they start off in Green River, Utah, yeah. which by the way is a dump, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Don't ever <laughs> So they got to go from, from, from Green River down there in Eastern Utah. It's by Colorado. Uh, and I guess they're trying to get, they got to get a, all the way across Nevada and then to California. Yep. And they're in one of their stops because they just, they, they get off and they have adventures because they're monkey kids playing video game. <laughs> and at one point, um, the bounty hunter is there and he's like, Oh, I got you guys. Right. And, uh, Haley goes, ah! it's like the one thing I remember from the movie, <laughs> other than super Mario brothers three and Fred Savage and the power glove is, this, 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 I guess she's like 14 or something. She, she has to be, she has to be a little bit older, but like not that old. Yeah. She's a young teenager. And yeah. Across the room from a, from a man who's not even near her, like, ah, he touched my breasts. <laughs> right. Oh okay. Number gosh. one. Why is that funny? That's not funny. No. Number two, that's not a thing you teach little girls to do. <laughs> you know, all problem, all bad. Yes. Yeah. It, it's no, no. It's just it's it's kind of like you remember the scene in Deadly Prey where <laughs> uh, oh, wife. Yeah. Like he raped me. It's like that. Yeah. It's, it's very it's, much like that. It's so uncomfortable because you just want to be like, what were they thinking? Yeah. 
Um, but anyway, so they get to California and uh, curtain comes up and it's uh, Super Mario Brothers 3. Because at the time, I guess Mario 3 had been out in Japan for a while, for like uh, a year or something. And it wouldn't be released in North America until 1990. Uh, you didn't have the internet back then, so um, images from Super Mario Brothers 3 was just like, oh my gosh, it was like peering into the future or some crap like that. Because well, that was the know, only way that you know, the only reason that people wanted to go see that movie. Like that was the only reason I was oh, interested yeah. in it. Ooh, Super Mario Brothers 3. Yeah, because Sweet. it was going to see, see. Yeah, it was going to you. Yeah, you're going to see brief snippets of Super Mario Brothers 3. You got to see the title screen. You got to see World One One, and it showed it showed you how to get the warp whistle too. I think, uh, and it, it flew you to the warp zone. Yeah, and they totally misrepresented how the warp whistle worked too. I remember that. But the thing is, it doesn't accurately represent the gameplay or like what the goals in gameplay of super mario brothers 3 are the goal is to get to yeah. the end of okay it's to get to the end of the level to uh get the card and move on and clear the game all that stuff right like for me in super mario brothers the goal is to not get killed okay yes. i mean that's 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 ultimately the goal and, of course, to get to Bowser's castle at the end and save the princess and everyone's everyone's cool and fine. The movie, like a lot of video game movies made by people who don't really understand video games <laughs> or at least the games that they at least the games that they uh, are playing within the game within the movie themselves is that they focus a lot on points. Jeremy, how much Mario have you played in your life? A lot. A lot. Okay. A lot. Let me ask you this. You ever, yeah, have you ever once in your entire life cared about what your score is in any Mario game you've played? Nope. I couldn't eat, like, 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 I, I know it's there. And I know that, like, if you, there's a trick, there's a mechanism, there's a famous mechanism in Mario where if you jump on enough enemies without touching the ground, the points will double each time. And once you get to a certain point, it's just nothing but one-ups. Okay, yeah. that's a famous gameplay mechanism in Super Mario Brothers. But the thing is, you don't care about those points. At, like, like that's the only time I really even pay attention to like where my like how many points I'm getting is to get to the one-up part. Yeah, that's only just for like that little time. Um, but I don't ever look down in, in the wizard. It's like, Oh, he's got so many points. He's the wizard. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, no one cares. No one cares. I guarantee you not one Mario player in like, do you know what it is now? Uh, like the hardcore weirdos that play Mario, you know, like now? the speed running and yeah, it's not about yeah. points, but, um, no. anyway, so uh, they win. Their parents come up and be like, oh, we love you. Let's be a family again or some crap. And they're driving <laughs> home and they're like, California, California, California. It's like we're in California, you idiot. Right. But no, it's some park that they visited with their dead child. Yeah. With those with the big dinosaurs. Yeah. With the big dinosaur. Right. If, if you don't know what we're talking about with the big dinosaurs, uh, I'm sure you've probably at least seen Pee Wee's Big Adventure. It's those yeah, dinosaurs. Yeah, it's that. Yeah, it's those dinosaurs. Uh, so he goes and he gets in one of these big dinosaur displays, and that stupid ass lunchbox he's been carrying around the whole movie. <laughs> he opens it, and it's a picture of them at the happy family at the dinosaur park. Yeah. And it's like, not one person remembered this. <laughs> And it's like, well, maybe we should be a family again. Guess what? You can't be a family again because not you're divorced and one of your kids is dead. <laughs> so I don't know what the big deal is. But anyway, yeah. um, and that's the end of the movie. Uh, one one interesting little factoid about the movie um, to kind of it, it, it's related to Rift Tracks, but uh, there's there's a truck driver in the movie that's that Haley is friends with. Never explained. And uh, he is driving the same truck 
that uh, was used in Over the Top. Really? Yeah. That's an amazing fact. Yeah, I thought that was. Uh, I thought that was interesting. I thought you're gonna say. I thought you're gonna say it was the same truck that was in um, Riding with Death. Hi oh, <laughs> wouldn't that be great? Oh no, wait, did they blow? Did they blow? No, no, they didn't blow that truck up. Oh no, they did. I'm trying to remember. My patent papers are in a million pieces, Sam. What's going on? It's you know a lot of people. Uh, this was one of those movies that when it was released, I remember seeing people that were like, why, why are they doing this movie? That was a good movie. Like, I remember watching this movie when I was a kid and I loved it. What? Who said that? What liars said this? People on Twitter and stuff, you know, the cancer. Why they Um, do? (laughs) But, uh, yeah, it's, it's not a good movie guys. No, it's not. It's 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 pretty terrible. It destroyed. There's a scene in it where uh, Fred Savage, who looks really younger than he ought, like, but he's both old and young at the same time. But he's got on a pair of sunglasses and I think a Hawaiian shirt, and he's going around like, like flashing his cash, and it's the yeah. most cringe thing. And like. I, I kind of feel like, was that a commentary on Fred Savage's status at that time? <laughs> I, it could have been. It very well could have been. But um, Very good riff. It's, it's yeah, I remember favorites. when it came out in 2015. It's one of those hotly anticipated ones. Sadly, it was drowned out by the announcement of the MST through Carry Revival. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Dave, are oh, you okay? I'm sorry. I just had to. Yeah, I just had to. Um, I had a coughing fit, and I had yeah. to. I had to. Fi- I had to fake a coughing fit to keep myself from barfing by from bringing <laughs> up the MST3K revival. But enough about that. Enough about that. Go buy the wizard. It's the nine ninety nine on Rift Tracks. You can own it forever. Uh, I would say with this, you could also get the Super Mario Brothers movie because yeah, I think those two movies kind of go. Yeah, I think those two movies kind of go hand in hand. Yeah, I, and they're uh, they're both know, terrible, yeah. but in completely different ways. I, I will say this: the Wizard has far less screaming than the Super Mario Brothers movie. Daisy, <laughs> Luigi, Jack, Rose. <laughs> Oh, Mariposa, Cerebro, Magneto, Run away, Run away, Run away. We're just gonna go through all the things now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, all right. That's that's. But anyway, don't we have something? Don't we have something else to talk about? We have something else definitely to talk about. The 1985. Uh, I guess science fiction action film light blast starring the one and only Eric Estrada, Eric Estrada. Oh, I'd like to point out that I have been in a movie with Eric Estrada. That's not a joke. It's real. I, 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 I have been in a movie. It, it was a movie called, um, I don't even remember the name of it. The movie <laughs> called <laughs> Templar nation. Check it out. I am in that movie and it does star Eric Estrada. It, nice. Uh, oh, Rift Tracks. Ah? <laughs> anyway, yeah, Light let's, Blast. Let's, let's really bring Dave <laughs> into the Rift Tracks canon. Um, so yeah, Light Blast. I have to read this. I, I have to read the plot summary from Wikipedia because it's amazing. Just love how it's worded. Yeah, go. Yeah. In San Francisco, Two teenagers playing hide-and-seek among the cars at an abandoned railway depot exchange affection. (laughs) A white van arrives in the vicinity of the store and points a gun toward a large LCD clock. The teens have sex, the cannon fires all around, catches fire, and melts. Then Dr. Yuri Svoboda, a former professor in the University of San Francisco, menaced the municipality of the town with his laser ray if he is not given $5 million. Now, you'll notice that the English is a little broken in that. Light Blast, for those of you who don't know, was uh, an Italian film. And that was, uh, for some reason, 
filmed in San Francisco. And uh, as Dave mentioned uh, to me in a, in a text while he was uh, watching it with the Rift Tracks, because it had been a while since either of us had seen it, uh, but he told me how ugly the movie was. <laughs> and the movie is super ugly. Kevin actually brings that up in the newest uh, talking Rift Tracks on uh, the Rift Tracks Patreon, patreon.com slash Rift Tracks. And uh, he talks about how they chose the ugliest parts of San Francisco to film the movie. in. Yeah, like 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 it, it's worse than what's that movie? Eats me East meets Watts or something. <laughs> There's a movie that in San Francisco that is famously super ugly. Yes. But this movie is horrible looking like like you would not know that it was shot in San Francisco. In no. fact, I would dare say that it was that part of it, like especially the parts at the racetrack. I don't like like no. <laughs> yeah, that 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 was oh, not oh, San Francisco. Oh, and we'll get we'll get to that racetrack soon enough. Yeah, but and also also the clock. Yeah, but no. Hey, before we talk about the movie, okay. yes. Well, no, no. Before that. Before we talk about the movie, let's talk about our history, yours and mine, and about how we might be responsible for them riffing this, even though it's yeah. been like three years. Uh, we 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 found the movie. We watched the movie. We both had the same incredible reactions to parts of the movie, and um, we sent it to Rift Tracks. I, it got submitted on the ideas page. Basically, yeah. And uh, I sent the trailer uh, to Connor, and I actually asked him a question about it. He did a, uh, a Ask Me Anything on Reddit uh, when his, uh, I think it was for when Pole Vault came out, and I asked him about Light Blast, and he said that <laughs> it was in the queue. They were definitely going to do it was in the queue, but that was like two years ago, two and a half years ago now. Yeah, that was a while ago. And uh, kind of lost hope a little bit. You know, I'm like, well, it's been a long time, whatever. They're probably not going to do it. That's fine. And then uh, last week or the last release before this, Vengeance of the Dead, uh, there was, of course, the riff of reference Light to Light Blast. Hey, guys, I wonder if this is the same school bus Eric Estrada drove in Light Blast. <laughs> I'm sure everyone is wondering that. Yeah. And so that kind of got us thinking a little bit. Well, they've at least watched the film now. We know that. Yeah, yeah, they know about it. Yeah. And it's kind of really so obscure to throw a riff in, you know, about a movie that nobody's heard of. That's kind of like that's kind of like when I knew that that the riff of Light Blast was imminent. Um, I just didn't think we'd get it this week. No, uh, not the but, week um, after. Like yeah. I saw. I saw the post um, that uh, Jason Martin made in uh, the True Blue Rift Tracks fans face, uh, Facebook group. And I just saw he made a post and I clicked on it and I saw the poster of Light Blast. And guys, and you lost your mind. I lost yes, my I... mind. It was like the rare moment of, of surprise and unfettered joy that you don't get very much these days. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I seriously, I, I made this weird squeal, like inhale squeal noise. And my wife kind of looked at me like, what the hell is wrong with you? And I I'm like, they, they did, they did light blast. They did light blast. And I immediately ran to my computer and I bought it. I sent a message to you. Uh, through Facebook. Yeah, and, you're like, oh my god, they did Light Blast, and I was like, and I just played it off. I'm like, ah, Light Blast! <laughs> and, I just yeah. played it off, like, oh, that's cool. That's cool. <laughs> oh, for the record, everybody, I just want everybody to know that I'm the one that found it, so you're welcome. <laughs> uh, all me, even though it says Jeremy, even though Jeremy is the one that submitted it to ideas.rifttracks.com. <laughs> did you get an email for that? Because I did. Yes, I did. That it was Rift, and I got my votes back. I was like, "Oh, it's like I already got it, big guy," and uh, <laughs> you're welcome. But yeah. um, you're my favorite customer. I better be. <laughs> Have you ever said that? Like when you buy something on Rift Tracks, and like the, <laughs> that thank you th screen comes up, and it says, "Thanks, you're our favorite customer." Sometimes, probably a lot. <laughs> I always, I, I say, "I better be." 
Uh, Every once in a while, yeah. Yeah, but um, anyway, let's talk about the movie. Uh, okay, so the the little plot summary is basically the the first scene of the movie. Uh, yeah, they this couple in a train yard, and uh, they get melted by one of them. One of them the, has uh, breasts, light but not for long. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they definitely remind you that she does. They show it a few times. Um, but yeah, they they get melted. I don't know if the uh, the doctor knew that they were there or if he was just testing it on because there was the big clock there because the cannon, the, the, the death ray only works if you shoot it at a liquid crystal display. Why didn't they? Okay. Here's one thing about the riff that I was, I'm okay. Look, I wasn't disappointed with the riff. Okay. I want to put that out right there, but there was one thing that I, I felt was kind of ignored. No one brought up how weird these clocks are. <laughs> and to AM me, that's like one of the biggest things about yeah, about light blast. They'll have the displays on these clocks. It's it's like they're written like in Hebrew. It's like <laughs> it's the wrong way. It's like uh, AM ten forty nine or whatever. Uh, no one brought it up. I thought it was weird, but whatever. Life goes on. But. Uh, enough of my well actually kind of <laughs> business but um so they shoot these clocks and that causes a lot of stuff to melt down okay go ahead yeah. and continue i just wanted to bring that up I, I i just wanted to bring that up about the clocks and then <laughs> that the, clocks the very are next super uh, weird. the very next scene is inside of a bank where these guys are robbing the bank and and also uh, being super creepy with girls in skirts. Yeah, super creepy. One guy like uh, lifts up somebody's skirt with his with his shotgun or whatever. With and, it, yeah, with his gun. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the the cops call into him and tell him to send somebody out. Um, as you know, send the hostages and, out. And so okay, they send out one of the cops or the security guards. I and mean. they kill the cop. And they so that's like they, the dumbest thing you can do. They shoot him as he's walking out of the bank. Yeah. And the best part like about this is there's Cobra. a guy, there's a guy watching it, you know, in the crowd. And he just goes, oh, no, they shot him. Like, and it's just, you can hear it very clearly. It's, it's very funny. But uh, they want to know where their food is. And so here comes Eric Estrada in nothing but uh, a Speedo. Yeah. He does have a speedo on. They they asked him to send him in naked, but he does have a speedo on, thankfully. Uh, and he's carrying a silver platter with uh, a full with a with turkey a turkey, yeah, and French fries laid and the out. The turkey around has it. a gun, yeah, and the yeah. turkey has a gun in it, yeah. And and the the one uh, the one robber comes out to meet him at the door, and uh, <laughs> Estrada pushes the barrel of the gun through the end of the turkey and shoots through, the guy in the forehead. Yeah. It's uh, <laughs> like the yeah. barrel like pops out. It's, it's actually kind of disturbing, but, uh, yeah. Yeah. But now, here's the thing. How did you, how would you, so his hand would have to be up through the platter into the turkey with his finger on the trigger the whole time. What? Well, he, he was, he was carrying the tray with two hands when he got in there, the guy said that he, that he needed to taste it to make sure it was like poisoned or something. So he reaches up to it like he's gonna like grab a bite, but instead he sticks his hand in. Yeah, it's uh, no, it it makes no sense. Okay, yeah. The point is, it's stupid. <laughs> That's very stupid. okay. It could not happen. And uh, he kills that guy, shoots him in the head, and then he takes his shotgun and gets the other guy. Uh, he goes home. We see his fiance. There is a scene where the two of them are sitting together. Oh no, it is. It is later because it's after the speedway scene when they're talking about it on the news yeah. and she's wearing a shirt with, with their faces, both printed on it. Like people used to do. <laughs> yeah. What's the deal with that? Uh, it was, it was 1980. It was, it was 1985. It was yeah. 1985. That was, that's the reason for his 1985. But, but uh, uh the the doctor after he makes his uh, demand of five million dollars he does another demonstration and he goes to a racetrack 
and uh, he melts a few people there. But the racetrack, we have to talk about this. We have to talk about the racetrack, Dave. We have to. Okay. So when we first saw this, when, when we first saw this movie, number one, the print we saw was terrible. It was on YouTube. Okay. Yeah, it was like an old VHS rip. It lo- so it looked even worse. Um, <laughs> but you could tell, like, I got mad, like, because it's even hard to articulate because you cut to the crowd and you cut to the race and you cut outside. Like, none of these pieces fit. <laughs> Yeah, none of them are in the same place at all. Like, like, like the establishing shot. Yeah, that, that, it's like, it's like. Meanwhile, at clearly not that racetrack, because like, okay, you cut to the cars, and the cars are clearly like from some different decade. <laughs> and then you cut to the outside of the race, which doesn't match like the stadium. Like they went to, like I think for the crowd they went to like some high school or something. And yeah, it almost looked like a like a, this, to, the stands at a football field, like a high school football field. Yeah, but and also like be like, oh no, the panic scene. Yeah. Okay, when people panic, when people panic for real, they they're trying to get to safety. They're not trying to obviously intentionally injure themselves. When they have like a lot of space, be like for for like a panicky crowd, there's no reason for these people to be jumping over the rails of of these um, of these stands. Yeah, yeah, no, it's just like it looks ridiculous. You could tell, like the director said, okay, I want you guys to 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 panic and then throw yourselves over the over the banisters and over the rails, like. And uh, the stunt people, I'm, I'm hoping that they were stunt people. They're like, oh, we don't care. And it's like they just throw themselves as hard as, at, like, maybe not as hard, but yeah, they throw not- themselves full force off of, like, you know, it's, 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 it's bad. It's very bad. Uh, speaking, speaking of the stuntmen, uh, you can tell that uh, that some of these people were hurt <laughs> during the filming of this <laughs> oh, movie. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about that. Yeah. Uh, according to uh, Jason, uh, eight stuntmen were uh, seriously injured while making this movie because of the, uh, the lax uh, safety precautions that they were taking. There are a few scenes that uh, I mean, and even the guys mentioned this in the riff um, about how, oh, yeah, this movie definitely killed people. Yeah. Like there's one guy who gets uh, he's on a motorcycle and the, the two yeah. cars sandwich the motorcycle and then they all explode. And the guy just like rolls off and onto the floor. And it's just like, uh, yeah, like, like he just barely escaped death. <laughs> yeah, it's uh Remember, there's a um, there was a scene in. Uh, it kind of reminds me of a little movie called Wonder Women. Oh yeah, that that chase through Manila, where it seemed like it was going on forever, and there were a few. <laughs> there are a few points during that chase where you could tell that like some of the stuff was real. That's what this felt like. Yes. They definitely felt like real accidents, but it was like, it was just like the whole way through like, um, the, 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 the crash in the visitor, it looked like that, but for real, <laughs> you know, it, it's like you know, the visitor is like the visitor was amazingly this big Hollywood production and had, uh, it wasn't an Italian B movie. No. Um, it, yeah, it, it kind of feels like that only like, if that car wreck happened for real. (laughs) Yeah, it's, uh, it wasn't good. (laughs) It wasn't good for those, for those, some people at all, but the, there's a lot of, uh, a lot of car chases in this movie, a lot of randomly exploding vehicles, Um, and none of it means anything. There's, there's a, an apparently flying dune buggy, (laughs) (laughs) 
because he miraculously jumps it over two cars and he doesn't even have the turbo <laughs> button like Kit had in Knight Rider. Um, <laughs> and he's doing this to, to chase down the bad guy because he killed his uh, his fiance and uh, the, the doofy looking. That was unnecessary. <laughs> yeah, it was very unnecessary. And so he's chasing him down. He's trying to catch up with him. Uh, he gets on this like weird. It's a, there's like a tugboat. And then I don't know what that other thing was supposed to be. It was it had a flat top and then it like had rooms underneath it, but it was floating on the water. I'm not sure what that was actually supposed to be. I don't know what that's used for in real life. I don't know what it was, um, but he he jumps the doom buggy onto that. And as as he does that, it jostles everything so much that uh, the room underneath it where the doctor was setting up the uh, the light blaster. Uh, it activated it and it started like very slowly turning across the room. And mm-hmm. while Eric Estrada is up top killing the two goons that are up there, the <laughs> the light blaster just goes very slowly and just kind of hits the doctor's watch, which of course has an LCD screen and the doctor starts melting and Eric Estrada looks down, sees the doctor melting and just gets up, turns to walk away and that's it. And somehow that's the end of light. And the movie is over. Yes. See, okay. (laughs) Let's talk about our, okay. So when we first watched this three years ago, all the way back in the before times, I hate that term, <laughs> the before times in the year 2017, Yeah, when Jeremy and I watched this, we got to the end, and it just it feels like the movie just crashes into a wall. <laughs> I, I can't remember if we watched this or Haunted Ween <sighs> first. I think we saw this I first. Think- Haunted Ween was, was a while after that. So, but it, But in both of these movies... Uh, the movie just comes to a screeching halt. Yeah. Like, like it's action, 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 movie over. Done. Done. Like, wait, it's just no, like, there's what? no like denouement. There's no denouement. There's no like, oh, well, we learned this. I mean, not that movies really need that, but it's like, it's, it's, it's worse than the guy from Harlem uh, where he goes and he beats up Big Daddy and then, like, is he dead? Yeah, but mostly he ugly. And they have that weird kind of wrap-up scene that doesn't really wrap up. But at least the guy from Harlem had that. Yeah. Uh, this, this, this Eric just looks down, and he walks then he walks away across the nation of Hawal. Um, and uh, that's... <laughs> I don't know how many people are going to get that. I don't but, either. Uh, if, you're welcome, Connor. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Anyway, light blast. It just ends. And we're like, it what ends. the heck? And then I'm so glad that Mike Nelson noticed that too, that it just ends. It's like, I guess that's the ending to light blast. <laughs> yeah. They're like uh, somehow it just, it, that's the end of the movie. So anyway, you had an interesting observation. You, you, you said to me that this might, uh, for you anyway, this might, take your, 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 uh, that this movie might supplant suburban Sasquatch for your pick for riff of the year. Yeah. And after watching it a few See, times, I don't know I about still, that. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm not going to say I mean, I, I, that like critically it's a better riff. Yeah. But personally, yeah. it, just because for you, it yeah. means more to you. Yes, Exactly. And then right. that kind of helps it in its in its ranking. Yeah, I'm gonna have to watch both a few more times, but you know, I think for me it definitely holds a special spot for me because I feel like I don't want to sound like I don't want to sound arrogant or quote unquote horse famous <laughs> or the brony reference uh, or anything like that. <laughs> you know, I'm not special, um, but. Um, I'm not a brony. Don't anybody out there think I am because I am not just because I use the term horse famous, <laughs> but um, I'm not anybody special. I don't think at least not anymore, but um, I'd like to think that 
in some small but major way, I'm I got them to do a riff that I suggested. Yeah. I mean, I know you did too. I mean, yeah. I'm just like, but for for me personally, like that's like something that like I've been really kind of like dreaming about them doing something that I had personally suggested to them. Yeah. Uh, it's a, it's a good feeling. This is it. It's ha- it's happened. We're just like, hey, so that's, I found this terrible science. movie. Yeah. But and I um, was correct in my assertion that it would be good for riff tracks. But um, it's definitely uh, it's definitely very, very special. Riff of the year. I mean, it's a very, very good riff. Riff of the year, I still think at this point, got to go to Suburban Sasquatch. But this is extremely special. That's that. That's my position. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I, I very much enjoyed this. Uh, I've watched it a few times already. I actually watched it a couple times when it came out on Friday. I had the opportunity to do that because uh, I was at home by myself, <laughs> <laughs> and that was how I spent my time. <laughs> but yeah, this. Uh, I was. I'm so happy. I'm still almost in disbelief that it got riffed and released and I watched it. Like I still look at the poster and I'm just like, Oh, I can't believe they actually did. What if, blast. Like what if next week? Okay. <laughs> here's the real kicker. Oh God. What if, what if, uh, Friday, two days from now? Oh no, wait, today's Tuesday. What if Friday, three days from now, they're back new release and it's Carver's gate. <laughs> well, I would I would first uh, have to uh, yell at somebody about it. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that would be I mean, it's not going to happen, but it would be amazing. It would be amazing. Yeah. I think that would take the place of Light Blast in the same situation <laughs> um, simply because I, you know, campaigned a lot, a lot harder for Carver's Gate. But, you know. Light blast, but light blast being oh. light blast being the kind of movie it is, yes, is more suitable to the riff tracks palette. Yes, because let's be honest about Carver's Gate, it is super weird. It's extremely weird, guys. If if you want to know what this movie is all about, this Carver's Gate, that's not going to happen. It's got to be tracks. on YouTube. Yeah. It is on Tubi to watch for free, and it is censored into a TV fourteen version. So the wow. boobs, well then why well then why even watch the it? boobs I mean, will be gone the 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 sewer dwelling women boobs should probably be gone off of there that would be my guess um <laughs> they did I watched like the first three minutes of it and they did kind of put a darker shadow on uh, Michael Pare's ass <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh God uh but yeah. It, it is on Tubi if you want to check it out and see just how weird it is. Um, Hashtag too weird for riff tracks. <clears throat> oh, Dave, there's something that we forgot to mention. What's that? Uh, this, well, I would say yesterday, but uh, this past Monday, July 20th, was oh riff tracks' 14th birthday. Happy birthday, riff tracks! 14 years ago, and and. It's still it's still weird when I think about this stuff because we were talking about this right before we started the actual episode um, about how old some of the live shows are, and we were mentioning this at because we were talking about uh, how much better the re-riffs from Mystery Science Theater three thousand are, and uh, I said um, that my memories from of Manos the Hands of Fate, like my memories from the MST three K version, have been completely supplanted and replaced by the riff tracks live version, which took place in 2012. He said it was eight years ago and I called him a liar. And like, what? No, it's math. (laughs) I know. See, I know. Look, I I know it seems like the other day. It must be that new math that nobody cares about. I, 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 I know it seems like just the other day to us. Uh, because like the span of like six years, 2014, that doesn't mean anything anymore. It's not as impressive no. as it used to be. <laughs> it's like 2014. I get messages th- things on my, uh, on my iPhone. This happened six years ago. Say what? Oh, right. Like 2014. Like that's just, I don't know, man. Um, 
I turned 40 in December. Yeah, it was only their sixth live show. Yeah, now they've had like, know, what, how many? Like, they've had 30, right? Like, Giant 30, Spider yeah. Invasion was number three zero. But yeah, 14 years, that's that's incredible to me. And I, I've only known about it since Jack the Giant Killer. I've been around since uh, Christmas 2008. That's my Riffiversary. Um, and the first one I saw was uh the dark knight and it i know we've we've brought this up a few times and i used to be against it be like no rip tracks needs to do what they want to do which is true but i would like to see a return to some you know mp3 kind 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 of kind of deal you know eh, just a suggestion yeah we've got a few more a few more mp3s coming uh mortal kombat jim kata probably some more i would imagine but in the meantime, we have some. In the meantime, we have some MP4s, VODs, as we say in the Rift Tracks lingo. Huh? Uh, 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 yeah. What are in the, the meantime, two? What are the two movies that no one's ever heard of that we're going to make them vote on this week? <laughs> Dinosaurus and Kiss of the Tarantula. Wow, that's gonna be that's gonna be a fight to the death right there. <laughs> Uh, if you head over to patreon.com slash true blue riffcast. It's basically like it's basically like Jurassic <laughs> Park and you know some other some big spider movie. What's a big spider movie? Spider-Man. There we go. It's like Jurassic yeah. Park <laughs> versus Spider-Man, right? Yeah, why no, not? Not not so much. Um yeah, you can go vote on that there. You can you can find our fun little outtakes or updates on what's coming up on the show. All I have that, a feeling that there's going to be a few of those outtakes stuff. from this episode. Yeah, potentially. Uh, you never know what might pop up in there. <laughs> Welcome back from the edit, everybody. <laughs> that one was me. <laughs> you want to find out what Dave said, go to patreon.com slash trueblueriffcast. Uh, Until then, uh, I am Jeremy. You can send me emails, jeremy at trueblueriffcast.com. You can find me on Twitter at PB and awesome. And you can follow the podcast on Twitter at TB Riffcast. And I'm Dave, a.k.a. Sugar Ray Dodge. Check me out on the web at sugarraydodge.com. Send me emails at dave at trueblueriffcast.com. And we will see you guys next time right here on the True Blue Riffcast. Rock till you die. Rock till you die. Oh